What are you afraid of? Scared you go there and find out that he doesn't love you anymore, honey. You can't control that. The only thing you can control is how you feel. Not how you feel, but how you deal with what you feel that is real. You've got to relax, relate, and release into reality. What was that like, being in therapy? Uh, Were you, what did you talk about that you had never acknowledged to yourself or talked talk? I grew so much from the experience. But I think the most important thing I got is that everything is connected. I mean, if I have a problem, I usually just go to church, give me some Jesus, <laughs> and I'm cool. Welcome back to another episode of Black in Therapy, where we are discussing journeys, dismantling myths, and discovering our truths. It's Sarah Ashley here, and I'm here with my dope co-host. It's Donna here. Welcome back to week six, y'all. Week six. Did you ever think we would be on a week six when we started this? You know, I did. You did? I did. Okay. I was looking forward to week six. Okay. It, why, why are you looking forward to week six, sis? Well, week six is a little special to me because this episode is going to drop on my birthday, 11-16, Monday. So it's a little special. I definitely was excited about week six. Thanks. We were. We were excited about week six. Um, So I think with this episode, first of all, before I even jump into it, how are you feeling? How are you feeling? I'm feeling a lot of gratitude right now. Okay. I'm feeling a lot of gratitude. I'm grateful that we're here. You know, the prayer that we said before we started was exactly on point, okay? We are grateful um, today. Okay. It's always a pause because you never ask me how I'm doing, babe. I'm looking at you like, you going to say, right? <laughs> All right, how you feeling, sis? Um, I'm, feeling, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. Um, it was that train, so we're going to let it pass for one second. Um, I'm actually feeling good. Like, God is good. God is good. Not even to sound Amen. like, you know cliche-ish but God God is good and God has been good and I think that um even in looking at the 11th month of the year God's been good yes so I'm grateful um I'm honestly grateful about that um and we're gonna we're gonna dive into gratefulness I think this episode I think this will be a good episode just to talk about the things that we're grateful for in life even as you approach another um year um and what that looks like you know what does that what does getting older look like Ooh. In the context of gratefulness, too, right? Right, exactly. Um, so let's just jump into it. Let's jump into our first segment. Um, I got a story to tell. So, Donna, what's your what's your? Okay, you want me to start? We do Donna's this every time, like girl. What? I do this every time. I'm like Sarah. You want me to start? Sometimes, you know. Okay, well, all right, go ahead. Ask but me, I said that before me. we started. I'm, I'm sorry, Donna. You got a yeah. story to tell. <laughs> tell me what's your story, because you always got stories. Sarah got all oh, the stories, y'all. Man, do I have a story to tell. So, I guess in the context of getting older, I'll be 34 in January, and I honestly have a lot of anxiety surrounding it. Um, anxiety just because, like, yo, like society would say that certain things are supposed to happen by mm-hmm. now. Um, more so on the relationship side, if we can just be honest. Like, I'm getting a little nervous about that because we are getting older, right? We are. Um, 
And I was talking to my friend Mock the other day. We were having we were having a picnic, you know, because sometimes self care looks like getting some crab legs and muscles and sitting at Kelly Drive and working from Kelly Drive with, exactly. your, with your good girlfriend, right? <laughs> and so I was talking to her. She's a fertility nurse, and she was just like, we were having a simple conversation about our birthdays. Her birthday is next month. My birthday's in January. Mm -hmm. And she's like, well, if you want me to start freezing your eggs, like we had a conversation. <laughs> it's just like, damn. But is that the reality of the situation at this point? Like. You know, and so I think the anxiety around in that, but then I try to center myself with thoughts of gratefulness. Like, mm -hmm. I am grateful. Like, I'm grateful for where I'm at at 34. Mm -hmm. Well, 33 and whatever, how many weeks I have left of 33. I'm grateful for that. So it's like, how do you then balance the anxiety surrounding getting older and accomplishing goals? Because Donna just ran off a list of goals that she wanted to accomplish in 2020. Um, in 2020. And like, I don't know what she did and what she didn't, but then how do we manage that? anxiety with getting older and balance that out with gratitude and gratefulness. Right, right. Because you have to be grateful for where you are. And sometimes the harsh reality is that we don't live in the present and we are so focused on the future. Right. Right. Because and so we miss the moment. Right. We miss the moment. In the present. And we don't, and we don't recognize what we're grateful for. And it's so funny because I'm a writer. So I write things down all the time. And when I was younger and even up to, I would say a few years ago, I always write things that like, I accomplished in that year or like mm -hmm. that that made me feel good and one year it was me getting my braces taken off like it mm -hmm. was literally like the smallest things that that you have accomplished in that year but let me ask you this why do you feel like you feel anxiety about turning do you feel like you're missing something like why do you feel anxiety about turning 34 and it's more so not even about I'm okay with being single right I'm some days I'm okay with being single okay some days um, that's, some days that's I'm honest. okay with being single I think the bulk of the anxiety is that I don't want to be an old mom. Mm -hmm. And I know that people, women have babies at 40. I know that. But I also know my patience and I know my personality. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I don't, I am afraid. And I might look back on this episode and crack up. You will, three I'm years sure. Or whatever. <laughs> um, but that's my fear. Today, my fear is that I'll be an old mom. Or my fear will be that I don't want to be old and alone. I don't. Mm -hmm. like I, And I feel like careers can kind of take over the personal life, right? Mm -hmm. Even looking at um, Kamala, right? You got married late. Like, you met this man late, but mm -hmm. look at all the things that you accomplished before you met him. Mm -hmm. But it's like, do does it have to be a one for the other? I feel like. So that's my anxiety, too. Like, I mm -hmm. have all these aspirations career-wise. Right. Even going back to school, like, I contemplate getting a doctoral degree every other day. Mm -hmm. So, like, what does that look like with the family. Right. When it translates to your personal life. Right. And it's not just based on your career and your own goals and your aspirations. Right. So that's you, my anxiety. My right. anxiety is not that I'm getting older. Like, I I feel like the older you get, the better you become anyway. Absolutely. Um, so I'm not afraid of turning another year older. I'm afraid of what comes with it. Because then the next year will be 35. And, mm -hmm. like, that's where the anxiety right. starts at night. And you can control and your career. To, to, to a lot of extent, you can control your career. Mm -hmm. You can control how many, you know what jobs you go after, how much time and stuff you put into your business. You mm -hmm. can control what you go after. You can't control other people, right? Mm -hmm. So, yeah, like your friend Mike said, you can, you can freeze your eggs if you want, <laughs> right? You can freeze your eggs. Right. But you can't control another person in the, in the sense of a relationship, right? Right. right? So that's out of your control. So I wonder if you also have some type of control issues. Because I can't control the, it. Because you can't control it, and right? And I know I have issues with things waiting and with things that I can't control. Mm -hmm. So, yes. Right, and not having the patience to realize that, you know, something... Because sometimes when I think about that in relationships, I think of a context of the people who did get married 
young or had kids young, but maybe they they are divorced now or maybe they're single now or didn't work out or what have you. Um, or people that lost children. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So I, I think that a lot of times we have to think that think about like the bigger picture. Mm-hmm. That everybody has a different a different type of journey. Right. And the funny thing you said about patience is today my fortune cookie was like patience is the key to joy. Not the fortune cookie. The fortune cookie. <laughs> I had, uh, we had Chinese food last night. And so the fortune cookie said that patience is the key to joy. And I, you know, to some extent, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was just funny that you said patience because I, I think that's what I lack, right? Mm-hmm. Even when we talk about being in relationships, it's like, all right, like, right. does that anxiety come in too? Like, mm-hmm. all right, we're 30, you'll be 31, I'll be 34. All right, like, we ain't got mm-hmm. all that. Like, what's up? Like, <laughs> it is or it isn't. Right. Like, you know what I mean? So I don't, I also think that that's a part of it too, like right. that patience part when it comes to relationships. But grateful yeah. for where we are. Grateful that right. we accomplished Definitely. a lot Definitely. this year. Even now, like, I look back on being 24, 10 years ago, like, Mm-hmm. I can't. Yeah, I don't even right. know who I was. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so that's 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 it. Balancing the anxiety to your point, realizing what you can and can't control, and then looking at what we did, what we do have, and living in the moment of what we do have, right. um, is important. And I think that we miss a lot of things because we're so focused on what we don't have or what we want that we miss, like these moments I think we always talked about in the school like we're gonna miss these Saturdays like we hated mm-hmm. it we hated getting up it was always we had something to always complain about every Saturday like <laughs> right but something there was a point where we said to ourselves that we were gonna miss this moment mm-hmm. and I think we we saw that right when COVID hit we miss we miss those moments I even miss it now sometimes like right. I miss my friends like exactly. so yeah or I miss be, being able to say I'm a grad student because <laughs> right. yes. like, all right so what you doing here right right <laughs> And that's something that we talked about before and, right. and feeling like it's always something next. Like, right. no, I'm a graduate right now. Right, right now, it I'm just it. enjoying right. to the point. Graduate, period. But when nothing we think else. Of, right. And when we think about, well, even even we talk about it like on a daily basis. Well, I got to apply for this job and I want to be this and I want to be mm-hmm. that. And it's just like, no, we did we take time to be just a graduate? Like, did we? Looking we back tried. On we okay. tried a little bit. I mean, it was a little difficult. It okay. was different than what we thought it was going to be, but... Mm-hmm. You know, we, we're learning. We definitely learned way too much in grad school to, even though we're still having this anxiousness about, you know, age and, and stereotypical, like, relationships when it comes to women and children. Mm-hmm. You, you know how we was in, in Dr. Mark class. We, he literally tried to debunk every type of, like, stereotype and myth mm-hmm. about um, sexuality and um, just all kinds of stuff. So, when we talk about it, it's like, Think about think back. Right. So what would Dr. Mark say? Right. right? And relax. Right. <laughs> and, and relax. Right. Right. Um, because women we were we looking at the time mm-hmm. and it's like it's it's natural for us, but at the same time we have to, you know, be in the moment right. a lot of times. And I mean we're here. We're right. in the moment today. We're here. Because this episode was definitely in the moment, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I think this week went really I think this week snuck up on this kind of phase. I it mean, did. It's it like did. it's Friday already. Mm-hmm. And it was time to record. And we was like, oh, shoot, we got to record. Right. So, yeah. So, what? tell me tell me your journey or, you know, to 31. I don't want to keep putting your age out there because I know you're private. But <laughs> it is, it is. I, I mean, you said it, I said it already, it right? Um, but what what does that gratefulness look like to you in, in this moment? Or what, or what are your thoughts right now? How do you feel even in this moment? You know, a lot of times when this time comes, it's, it's one of my favorite times of the year because it's November. And I think in November, we're always... Thinking about being thankful, right? Mm-hmm. Because Thanksgiving is in November. Whether you celebrate or not, it's generally a time for family. It's generally a time where we're preparing for the new year. So we're always thinking about 
um, maybe New Year's resolutions or goals or the next year. Um, so I love November, December, like these are, these are my months. I love it. Um, so I do a lot of reflecting in these months. Um, but also in these months, I put a lot of pressure on myself because it's like, let me review those goals. You saw me reviewing my mm -hmm. goals list. Let me review these lists. Let me, let me do that. So this year I actually didn't do a lot of that. I didn't do a lot of pressure. And I think, I mean, we was in what, nine months of COVID this year, um, Everything kind of changed. So I didn't do a lot of pressure, but I realized that, um, and this is, this is kind of a truth of mine, but it's not my truth for the day. Um, I can change myself and it doesn't have to be a new year or a birthday, right? Mm -hmm. So I can change and I can change my mind and I can do better, not necessarily on a Monday or a new week or a new month or when I'm turned, you know, but it, it is a significance, obviously. But I can change right now or I could change at 8 a.m. on a Wednesday. So a lot of times we try to say, oh, we're going to start exercising on Monday or Sunday. Like, you know, Which oh, the funny. new week, right. the new week we're going to do this, this, right? Morning. I was like, I'm gonna get, I haven't done squats in a while. So I'm like, I'm going to go do my squats. I'm like, no, I'm gonna wait till Monday. And I'm like, girl, why are you waiting till Monday? Monday right. Like, you gotta do the Monday? squats. Like, what you wait? What you trying to have right. fresh week? Just get up and do the squats. Right. And, and I don't wanna. And and you know how I was trying to um do something special on my birthday, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm like, it, it does feel good. It definitely does feel good. And that's still a goal of mine to kind of like put things out when I have a significance of a birthday or something. Because my birthdays means a lot to me. If, if you're my friend, you know how I feel about birthdays. I don't play when it comes to my birthday, okay? Don't forget my birthday is the same day every try year. Let me see if we can go to San Pan right now. Y'all know you ain't <laughs> no reservation for later. Um, but I don't play about my birthday, and that's and that's how, how I feel. But um, I can change at any moment. And I don't have to wait until my birthday or a new year or a new week. Um, and with that, with that being said, I've done so many things within this last, um, week. I'm not starting on Monday. It's my birthday on a Monday. So it was just like, boom, turn 31. It's Monday. Let's start. But start with what you have. Start with where you are. Start with what you have. And that's what I've been doing. Um, and that, that was pretty much my journey, um, for this, this couple, these last couple of months. And I realized that 30 was. Uh, definitely a self-awareness year for me even with everything it was it was just such a reflective I mean we ain't had nothing to do but sit down right didn't the mm -hmm. world tell us to sit down and think about everything so it was a definitely a big year of self-reflection for me and I did realize some things about myself that I didn't like and guess what I changed it right then and there I didn't wait until I what was what are some things that you changed um so I changed the way I handle relationships and by relationships I mean like friendships and I think I'm just so much more of an open person. I think grad school made us all more open to different things. Um, so we we just learned so much, y'all. We learned so, so much. So I'm definitely more open and more of a liberal person. And I was having a conversation with a friend of mine last night about how liberal I am in wanting people to have the freedom to love who they love, to be who they want to be with. And if it is not a danger to the world, to people, to... To just and I used to be very conservative. My friends would even be quick to say I'm probably a little judgmental. Probably a little judgmental, just a little bit. But you know, I've been I'm working on myself. But the way I deal with friendships now are just it's just amazing. And I spent last weekend with um a couple of my friends' friends who I've known for years, and I just feel like my relationships with everybody in my life has just been so much easier. And I know that people would say this kind of goes back to my other point. 
how don't hold me hold me accountable but I'm not who I used to be so sometimes I think about like maybe how I used to treat people or, or things that we used to argue about or fight about with friends like now it's so much different because I feel like like I'm I'm so much more of a mature person right mm -hmm. so so now my views are a little bit more liberal I'm more accepting of people I'm not as maybe as judgmental as I was being closed-minded or what have you so what do you think caused that shifting like do you think it's the fact that you're getting older um because I think with 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 in some instances when we get older we get wiser right right or do you think grad school played a part in it whereas though we learned I, th I personally think we we a lot of us went into grad school very close-minded and not that we mm -hmm. thought that we were close-minded but we you know we just weren't exposed to certain things right so do you what do you think um kind of flipped that switch for you I definitely think it was being exposed to different people. Mm -hmm. And let me tell y'all, I went to HBCU, okay, um, what, 99% of our classmates was African-American, and we also had mostly African-American teachers, but they were diverse, okay? This is the most diverse set of African-Americans mm -hmm. you going to find at HBCU. Mm -hmm. But I think I've learned so much from sitting in class and hearing people in and then working with clients, you know, working with people, learning my own bias biases, um, and then translating that into my friendships into my daily life and my relationships and recognizing certain things that I may have not recognized before um so I think it just came through you know growth and I hope that you know within years you you grow more you learn more you recognize things and a lot of my friends hold me accountable they'll tell me what I said <laughs> how I said it um how I used to be Things that they let slide, but let me let you know what you done did kind of thing. So I'm so thankful for my friends. I really, really am. And um, I recognize that as my birthday come in, my friend's like, hey, what you doing for your birthday? Stuff like that. Um, I'm so thankful for all of my friends. So that's my, that's my I, little I'm journey. I'm glad we are recording this show because Donna, this is not always her attitude. So I'm thankful. <sighs> I mean, I might not be included in the friends you talk about right here. But, Girl. you know, I'm just, I'm just, I'm thankful that you were able to say that on, um, this uh, recorder right here and I have a copy <laughs> of it in case I need to play it back um, on some of your not so good days. Cause, you you know, know, we still have our days. Yeah, we right? do. Mm -hmm. um, so, so looking, looking at, I know you said that it doesn't take a new year or a new birthday, but what are, what are some things that you are grateful for or looking forward to as you kind of, as Monday comes and this new year for you starts? Um, I'm definitely looking forward to setting new goals, mm -hmm. even though that's something that I kind of, I feel like people just get so caught up in setting goals, but I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to setting the goals, but also I'm just looking forward to being present. Right. Mm -hmm. So there's a goal. And a lot of us think that we need to be working towards that goal, right? It's just kind of like, what did you do today to be working towards your goal, right? Mm -hmm. Ain't that like the topic of everything? Like, what did you do today to work towards your goal? Mm -hmm. What did you do today to take care of yourself, to be in, to be present? So I definitely want to be more present while... Everything to me is balanced. So while working on my goals, while being a mom, while being a friend, while being, you know, the, doing the things that I enjoy... Um, and, and playing the roles that I play, but at the same time being present in it. So not always having to plan something because we know this wasn't planned, <laughs> right? So not always having to plan, not always um, feeling... And being okay with that, though. Like, right, and being I think, okay. I think that that's something I, I want to start working on, like being okay with not having a plan or if the plan doesn't go the way you planned it. Like, right. Mm -hmm. And being able to adjust in the moment. Mm -hmm. Right, um, exactly. And we did a lot of that last weekend. It was one of my... Um, 
my friend's one of her really really good girlfriend's birthdays and nothing when it's playing because i said the same thing for my birthday mm-hmm. when i tell y'all nothing when it's playing is my birthday i had two different sets of plans and neither one of them went through but it's like okay mm-hmm. we, we still gonna roll with it like right. i'm still gonna the birthday still gonna come i'm okay with the plans falling through and do you find yourself because i find it for me i find it easier to help somebody or coach somebody else through plans not turning out right but when it's on me and my plans mm-hmm. aren't right, I I I have gotten better, but that's been a trigger for my anger. Um, so do you find it easier to deal with plans that switch up personally, or do you find it easier to coach somebody through plans that are not going the way they should be going? I think it just depends. Because for me, it's like I know, like I know how to coach me, right? So I could mm-hmm. I could do it for my some things you can do for yourself, mm-hmm. right? So it's like, okay. Okay, Donna, like you, you know better, you know how to, how to do things. But then when you're, again, you can't control other people. So when you're trying to help other people through some, some things, some people are not, you know, that receptive to that, mm-hmm. right? Because when things don't go as planned as it didn't go for most of America <clears throat> this year, um, things start falling apart and people don't understand or, or deal with how things, you know, things not working out. Right. Um, but honestly, it just kind of depends. Recent, more recently, I want to say that I've actually been able to process my own emotions in dealing with a lot of things okay. rather than other people. Because I think that being a being a therapist, I'm just a little more aware. And um, and then having these conversations, doing black in therapy, like you know, I think I think I'm just a little bit more prepared and aware mm-hmm. um, than my clients would be. Right. I think for me, it's easy for me to put the therapist head on and go right into fixed mode. Right. Uh, what I what I am grateful for is that I have learned and I have a backpack of tools now to kind of help coach myself through moments where things aren't going my way. I used to like flip out like mm-hmm. I legit like if something didn't go the way I needed it to go, like to give backs, anything like that. If something with any little thing like would make me flip out um, now, I am like able to kind of like process before I like start spazzing like, OK, Ashley, what, what's going on right now? What can you control? What can you change? Um, and then also realizing that maybe things happen for a reason. Right. And kind of, to your point, be present in that. Like, well, maybe this happened so that something else won't happen later mm-hmm. on. Uh, so I, I'm grateful that I've grown in that. And right. that I'm not only now able to help coach people through it, but now I'm able to kind of help myself in the moment of it. So right. that's something I'm grateful for. For sure. Definitely. Right. Anything else you're grateful for? I'm grateful for my family, y'all. Like I, yes. I think we have a I think we both have dope families that mm-hmm. um are supportive of what we do. And even God's hand and not just necessarily my family that's blood, but my other like mentors and my friends that have stepped up to kind of pour into us. Um sometimes you ever sit and wonder like why why like why? <laughs> like why is it like this? Like why right. or how did it become this? Because I don't always feel like uh, I deserve it all the time. Like what did mm-hmm. I do to these people are in my life that are willing to help and willing to pour in and willing to make me better. Right. Or the family that I have that is willing to even in all my craziness will stop what they're doing to help support whatever I'm doing. Mm-hmm. So, um, I wonder that sometimes. So I'm grateful for that. Like I'm honestly like grateful for that. Yeah. Same. I feel like you definitely have to be again, like stop and think like, dang, mm-hmm. I, I really have people who, who will do anything and drop mm-hmm. anything and will, you know, support me in, in what whatever I do. Right. Um, especially when these people are as dope as the people that we have in our lives. Right. I think we were laughing yesterday. Um, 
somebody asked me to do something that I didn't want to do, <laughs> right? Because I thought I thought that it was going to entail a lot. I thought it was going to entail me doing it from scratch. Um, but come to find out, I already had the stuff in place. I literally just had to sit, hit submit. Mm-hmm. But when we talked about the person that texted me, I'm like, well, who's getting a text message? Like, like, girl, shut up. Like, who's getting a text message <laughs> from this person personally telling you to do something? Right. Um, so just, again, grateful for that. Like, even in the moments where you don't want to always follow through or follow up with things, um, just being aware and being present and being grateful for what we do have, um, I think is important. For sure. Definitely. All right, so let's jump into... Did you say what you read for work? I did. Okay. I told him. I'm sorry. <laughs> let's jump into our next um, segment, which is Don't Believe the Hype. Don't, don't, don't believe the hype. <laughs> don't, 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 don't believe the hype. <laughs> don't believe the hype. <laughs> don't believe the All right, Donna. So we're black. Mm-hmm. And I was uh, interviewed by WHYY the other day, um, Chris... Chris actually did my first ever interview ever. Um, so he invited us on his, invited me on his panel. And this guy, Richard um, Taylor, he said that everybody has mental health. Mm-hmm. Everybody has mental health. And how we manage it is different, right? Right. Um, and so we're black and we have mental health, Donna. <laughs> we do. And one thing that we talked about before we started the show today was that we always want to substitute things for therapy. Black mm-hmm. people, right? Always. Uh, we posted a clip on our um, Black and Therapy podcast of Tamar Braxton. And I don't think she believes this anymore now with her mental health issues that she's having. Um, but she, she said that Black people fry chicken. Mm-hmm. And chicken is the therapy, right? She said, Black people don't go to therapy. What's our form of therapy? Oh, we cook for each other. We fry that chicken. Like, <laughs> right. What? And the chicken has the healing in it, <laughs> the right? The chicken got the healing in it. Um, there was a song, um, Baltimore Club song. Remember Dance My Pain Away? I got problems. Dance oh, right, my right. pain away. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think we do that. We go out. We have a good time. We get with our good girlfriends. We get with our, our guys and we have a good time. We try to dance the pain away or drink the pain away or or those things. Like, you know, I'm going to get, I remember being in Bloomsburg and we, we, you know, we had a model that we were going to get, Um, I can't even remember what it was, but it was like pretty much the other, another term for wasted. Like that was our goal to get wasted because we had these, this, this college dress, mm-hmm. right? Um. We, we take trips and we do retail therapy and we do all these mm-hmm. things trying to substitute or cope, I guess, with what we're going through. Um, but but let's kind of talk about that myth of like feeling like we could substitute therapy. Right. We definitely can't uh, substitute therapy. And right. I'm one that has um, said a thing or two about having a uh, travel as my therapy. Um, because a lot of times afterwards, it does give you a sense of um, peace it does, you know, kind of um, give you time to reflect. And, 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 you know, vacation is definitely a form of self-care, but it's not a form of therapy. And I think that that's where people kind of get it, you know, m- misinterpreted, where a lot of these things are a form of self-care. Maybe shopping is your self-care, mm-hmm. right? But it's not therapy. Mm-hmm. Self-care is not equal to therapy in, in no sense of the word. Right. So I think a lot of times that's what we... And even spending time on cooking, like that's, that makes us feel good. That's self-care. Like I right. said the other week, I wanted to feel good, so I'm going to cook. Mm-hmm. That's not therapy though. Right, it's not. Um, Going out, we're going we're gonna to go out in a few. Like we're going to have a good time. Mm-hmm. This is going to be like some relaxing moments for this week, but it's not therapy. Right, and it doesn't substitute that because a lot of times it makes us feel good for... For a time period, right? So we went on vacation. Even even if you go often, if you cook often, if you shop often, or whatever form of um, 
you know, self-care that you do, even if you do it often, I think people maybe do it often enough that they feel like it's a form of therapy when in, in reality it mm-hmm. obviously isn't, right? Right. Um, no matter what type of conclusions you come to, what type of aha moments, it's not. <laughs> okay. <Right. laughs> and so how do we then get people to kind of realize that, like, what, what, wh- why do you think that people... Would rather say I'm going to go cook, or I'm going to travel, or I'm going to do this, or I'm going to dance, or I'm going to do this, instead of really taking the time to go to therapy. I think it it's a part of us kind of masking issues versus kind of um, processing them and confronting them head on, right? Mm-hmm. So a lot of times we rather mask something than just you know deal with it head on. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it's I think it may seem like an easy fix because once you cook, you feel good, right? Mm-hmm. When you go to therapy. You ain't go, you're not necessarily coming out of there feeling good. Not every time. Not every time. I remember right? a couple times I left therapy like, and I, you know, I don't cry in public. Like, so I got <laughs> in the car and I'm full-fledged tears because mm-hmm. it, it can be like that on some days, mm-hmm. some some sessions, right? Right. So it's not, you're not walking out being like, ooh, Skipping. <laughs> you ain't got no new clothes. You ain't just right. been on no vacation. You don't got no tan. Right. Like, you know, it's not, it's not a quick fix. That, that self-care may have may give you those, you know, those mm-hmm. happy feelings. Um, right. In therapy, a lot of times people don't want to do the hard work. You know, it may be easier to go shopping, to click, you know, submit or whatever you're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and it does feel good. It does feel good. Yeah, it does. It does feel good when the package mm-hmm. is coming. But it's a quick like, fix. Oh, it's it's kind of like fix. microwave. It's yep. like, boom, it's done. Because after you wear the clothes, after you like, whatever, it's like, all right, you still, you still have... To the point we made the other day, like there's still roots and issues within us that mm-hmm. we aren't dealing with. So we might be, I, I guess, pruning or like taking some leaves off or trying to like mend or like, you know, putting some tape over something or some patchwork on it. But we're not healing the whole soul. Right. Um, and I think that that's where we miss it. Exactly. And I also think that there's a comfortability with saying, oh, man, I'm going to go out with or I'm going to go out tonight or I'm going to cook for y'all. Like, I think there's mm-hmm. a comfortability in connection. When you are in therapy, it's kind of like that one-on-one, unless you're going like family therapy. But when mm-hmm. you're on that, that one-on-one session, it's like that's you and the therapist. So it's right. like you don't have that um, that comfortability piece to it. Like, you have to be vulnerable. Mm-hmm. When I'm with my friends, I can I can drink and I can take shots, like, to cover up how I'm really feeling inside. Right. Because everybody's taking shots. Everybody is trying to have a good time. We all have one, one, the same goal. But when we're in therapy, it's like, all right, I got to I got to be me. I right. got to be it's vulnerable. Just you. It's just me. I got to let that guard down and kind of work on me. Right. And it's easier to just mask and it's easier to keep going versus that. So mm-hmm. we want to challenge y'all, though, to kind of think about it. If that's if, if that has been your go to traveling, shopping, cooking, um, drinking, whatever, it, whatever has been your go to. We're going to challenge y'all to an alternative go to. And that's therapy. Honestly. Yep. That's all you got to add to that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So that's, you know, that was our myth that we wanted to bust this week that, you know, there, there is an alternative to that and that we need to challenge you all to, to kind of um, look into therapy. Mm-hmm. All right, Donna, you rushed through that one. So you must have a truth to tell. Who said that? Nah, y'all know, y'all know I'm not a truth is person because but- that's my least favorite sex. Uh, that's my least favorite segment well, you know that it's time. but today i'm ready okay it's time for our truth is segment donna what's your truth 
So y'all know I gave y'all a truth in my journey, but I'm still going to give y'all another one. Um, and my truth, um, which goes hand in hand with which what I said earlier was that I, it makes more sense for me to focus on my strengths, right? And it goes hand in hand with gratefulness, right? I'm going to focus on what I do have and what I can do. And that's what we teach our clients all the time. But we're so focused on what we don't have or what, you know, what are we or making our weaknesses better. Right. Mm -hmm. Certain things I'm not good at. We all know. Right. We know we know some things I'm not too good about talking about myself, um, kind of promoting myself, um, being more open and vulnerable. Those are things that are are not things that are are my strengths. Right. Mm -hmm. But. Instead of focus on that, I try to focus on my strengths. My, my strengths are that, you know, I'm a researcher. I'm going to have the information. Um, I'm going to be prepared. I'm a planner. So I normally, like, I'm ready mm-hmm. um, to go. So I'm going to focus on my strengths, the things that I am good at, um, versus focusing on my weakness. While I'm still working on my weaknesses, you know, I always want them to be better. I'm not focused on... Um, on that over my strengths, right? You want to always build upon the things that you are good at, the things that um, that you, you kind of do maybe effortless, right? Mm-hmm. So those are the things that I definitely um, try to do. And that, that was my truth for this week. I'm, like, I'm going to focus on the things that I, I am good at. Mm-hmm. Um, and even changing it around, like I was talking to a client and she was saying like, I'm not good at that part. And I'm like, well, no, don't say that. Or she said, that's my weakness. She was like, that's mm-hmm. my weakness. And I'm like, well, we don't really have no weaknesses. Like, we're not going to mm-hmm. focus. We're going to be strength-based at this point. And so this is something that you have to work on. Mm-hmm. And so I think changing the language, too, we kind of like, because how you look at something and define something is how you're going to, like, go about your day with it. Right. So if you look at something as a weakness, then you're going to kind of, you know what I mean, focus right. on you're, that. You're going to feel, so like, insecure strength. about certain things. Right. Right. So I think it's I think that's, that's important that you focus on the strengths and 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 not necessarily and then re, even focus on the strengths but then reframe the weaknesses that that we think are weaknesses reframe that mm-hmm. and I think that'll be helpful. That's definitely true. Just think about how hard it is when we go on job interviews and they like, well, tell me about your weaknesses. Like weak? <laughs> I don't, I ain't weak. I don't got none of those. <laughs> right, right, right. It's so hard. Right. Um, so definitely focusing on on more strength based things and and I will definitely um be. Reframing my weaknesses this week. Mm-hmm. Or the um, word weakness. Definitely reframe, right. reframing how I think about things that I'm not as good at. Right. For sure. Because that, that cha- that's a game changer, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. So you got, a, you got a truth? Uh. You normally got like five. So, so I, I, ha- I was trying to figure out how to word my truth because you said I didn't really explain it in a way that people can understand. Well, let's process it. I mean, say it how you say it and we could just okay. process it. I think it might be hard for, like, I was understanding what you were saying. But my thought was that maybe it wouldn't be as easy for other people to recognize. Okay. So, how I'm thinking about my truth is this, y'all. I, my truth is that I've been focused more on what I can see, right? Um, And even going back to the journey part, like, what I can see is that January is coming and I'll be 34. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't have like, you know what I mean? Like we already know how I feel about turning 34 or why, right? <laughs> right. Um, so that's one thing I've been focusing on. I've been, um, God has been um, really gracious to dare to hope in this season, um, financially wise, as far as um, us being able to do more. And so I think I've been focused on that as well, right? Mm-hmm. And so what I was explaining to Donna is that I don't think that I've been focused on God. I think my truth has been, I've been focused on what I can see and the tangible things of like, here right Mm -hmm. but I haven't been focused on God or the source of the things Mm -hmm. and I want to and I recognize this um 
let well this is the same like probably tuesday or wednesday um my cousin called me from california and then i was just up and i couldn't sleep and i just started reading a book in my room and it, it was a um it was a not a devotional but kind of broke down some things and it was a scripture that just kept popping up to me and it was like you know seek the things above and I think that I have not been seeking the things above or God. I don't think I've been spending enough time with God. I don't think I've been um, even. I had a regimen. I had a routine. I had an exercising routine. I had to. I would go to Kelly Driver every morning, mm-hmm. and that would be my time with God. And I think that I need to get back to that. But the truth is that honestly, that when things are good, do we spend as much time as we do when we need God? Mm-hmm. And so that's a challenge I had for myself. Like things have been good. Um, so do I? So thank Him. Be so grateful. talk to him when you're thankful, right. not only when not you only need when something, I need something, or you feel and it's not just when distressed. I need something, but it's like be as be as um, diligent about my prayer life as I am when I need God to show up, mm-hmm. as when I necessarily not that I don't need you, I need him to show up every day for me, mm-hmm. but when things are like I'm mm-hmm. I'm good right now, right. You know? like I I need I need to put that much focus in my relationship with God. And that's something that people are like, oh, you're a minister, but you, but that's the, the reality of the situation is that sometimes life can get, we can get caught up right. and kind of miss those moments with God. And so my truth is that I want to um, spend as much time or be as diligent with God as I am when I need God very desperately. Mm-hmm. I want to always need to feel like I need that connection with him every day. And I don't want to um, miss moments like that. I don't know where, I don't know what happened where I stopped going and exercising, but I want to get back to that. That's my truth. I want to get back to that. Um, moment that right. those times we got, and sometimes life kind of throws you for a loop. Sometimes, but mm-hmm. I think it's good to kind of just recognize. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why I'm a writer. That's why I write stuff down. Where like little things like are are um, significant. Small wins are are good to me. Or you know they're they're really important because, for example, your your small wins could have been that you was exercising. If, like if these are things that you wrote down, you was exercising, you were doing your devotionals, however much time you was spending with God, and you may go back and look at that and say, hey, like. I'm not doing that as often as I was in September or August or what have you. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, oh, you can recognize that. Because, and see the pattern. Kind of, right. And, and, and see the pattern. Because a lot of times you won't even know, like, wow, for nine out of 12 months I did that. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Because we always going, we're always going to kind of fall short sometimes. Mm-hmm. It's all, it, you know, life kind of throws you for a loop all the time when you least expect it. But I think for me... When I write stuff down mm-hmm. or when I know and I can look at things. Because sometimes it's like you might forget the the small wins the small accomplishments right that you've done so that's so sometimes mm-hmm. I, I like that's why i always challenge you like did you write that down because if you don't know right you know you you won't have anything to say that what you did because how, how long did you how long were you so consistent how long were you consistent i really don't know because i didn't but you probably know how far, how long you've been fall, fell off right, though right. right you know what i'm saying right um so yeah that's just um my little two cents in your <laughs> in your truth thank you um, so our next and final segment is our two minute sessions. Uh, so let's get ready for our two minute sessions. So Donna, the year is winding up. COVID is struck. COVID is about COVID has struck again. Came back for came came back for the come around. It ain't never left. It didn't leave, but it came back for the come around. The spikes, the numbers have spiked up. Um, we're probably going to be shut down again mm-hmm. um, within the next couple of weeks. What do you tell somebody 
And I, and I think that, that we kind of alluded to it with the small wins, but what do you tell a client that's like, I didn't accomplish nothing or throw 2020 away? We are not our accomplishments, right? We're not what we do. We are who God made us to be, right? We're not um, our school. We're not work. We're not even our children, right? We, we are... And even if you're not, you know, uh, spiritual and you don't think in a, in that way, but you are not your accomplishments. If you don't accomplish another thing, you have to re- recognize like the person that you are, right? How you treat people, um, just just your your presence in the world is not all about accomplishments. And that's why a lot of times I say goals. It's good to have goals. But you don't need to feel like you're working towards something, you know, all the time. You have to live in the moment and be content. And a lot of people don't look at contentment as that it's okay. But um, and sometimes it's hard because I know we've been so constructed to think about, um, you know, what we've done, who, you know, our accomplishments in life, the things that we've progressed. Because, again, we were just talking about it. What have you done? You, you've done so much. But at the same time, we hungry. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. That was probably my, I hope y'all ain't hear my stomach. <laughs> At the same time, you have to recognize that you're not your accomplishments, and it's kind of easier said than done. And I and I recognize that because this year has been, you know, so disappointing to a lot of people because they haven't um, done a lot of things that they wanted to do. But I definitely challenge people to um, write down their small wins because what. What other way is there to recognize um, who you are than to think about, I woke up this morning, I I um, maybe made breakfast, like small things, small things. It's not about, you know, accomplishments because even even as black people, as much as we've, we've accomplished, at the same time, we're we're great just in what we, who we are. And I think a lot of times it, it takes a lot of kind of self-esteem, confidence boosting, affirmations to recognize that. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of affirmations have nothing to do with what you've accomplished, right? You know what I thought found out about affirmations just by doing it, um, that uh, interview the other day is that everybody's not built for affirmations, right? Mm-hmm. Everybody can't look at themselves and see themselves, see their best self, so they struggle with it. Um, but to your point, building up to that though, Mm-hmm. And that can just be a grateful list, right? I'm grateful. I remember I used to do a grateful list. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what I would tell a client. Like, do a grateful list. What are you grateful for? Every day. Like, every day, there is something to be grateful for. Right. Um, and once we, to your point, write it down and be able to see it and reflect on it, uh, that makes the difference. Because we can't get caught up in what we didn't do. Like, you had stuff on your list that you didn't do yet. But what am I grateful for? Mm-hmm. I'm grateful for this. I'm grateful for life. Like, I'm grateful for, like, the ability to breathe. I'm great. You know what I mean? Like, thing, like small little things that we can be grateful for, I think, will get us over the hump. And I've been hearing a lot about cancel culture recently. Mm-hmm. And, like, people have been wanting to cancel this and cancel that. It's like, don't cancel the chances to be grateful. Mm-hmm. Like don't cancel the chances to be present. Don't can- and I know everybody. Twenty twenty hit everybody differently, and right. we can't ever think that you know people that lost loved ones. I know I got one friend that like legit lost a father, a mother in law. Yeah, uh, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Um, another family member. So it's like we can't say that you know to not want to cancel twenty twenty. Right. We can't minimize people's pain. Right. 
because we realize how much you know destruction it's kind of brought to to everybody right but what we can say is like don't cancel your moments to still live don't cancel your moments to be grateful like if you're still here and it's november 13th friday the 13th mm-hmm. then you still have a reason to be grateful and i Absolutely. think to your point like small wins gratitude writing stuff down like will help the person get through right definitely so that's our episode it is y'all she said i rushed through it but we didn't you did. We making good time. Right. Our stomachs are growling like ridiculously like right Sis, now. Somebody feed me. <laughs> um, and that's the thing that we probably didn't even eat today. I've been I, I know about I've been ripping and running. I've already had breakfast and that's it. I had some munchkins from Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah, I've been ripping and running all day. Um, so what is our song of the week going to be? Oh, you know it's I got birthday, one. So you got to pick this. Song. I got one, and this is one of my favorite favorite songs. It's by Mary Mary. It's called Thankful. You know that song. I can't hum it. For I you don't though. want you to hum it. With <laughs> <laughs> but I know good old iTunes or YouTube will have it for us, so we can put it on. Um, so that'll be our song of the week. It's called "Thankful" by Mary Mary. So I want to say happy birthday to Donna um, from your Black and Therapy podcast family. Yes, which is just thank you. <laughs> <laughs> just you. <laughs> but thank you. I mean, thank you. But uh, happy birthday, and I just hope that this year brings you um, some of what, at least some of what you are longing for and what you want to accomplish. Um, but remember to be grateful either way. Thank you. If you want to accomplish one thing or all of them, be Always. grateful. All right. So y'all have a dope week on purpose. And our song of the week, our feel good song of the week is Thankful by Mary Mary. <laughs>